nobody knows what you are. I was concerned about going out into the world and doing something bigger than myself until someone smarter than myself made me realize there is nothing bigger than myself. If you don't believe, nobody else is gonna believe. To get something you never had, you have to do something you never did. Paper Trials Podcast, it's your boys from Inspire, Mohammed. I'm back in the first time actually in the studio. So yeah. yeah, I'm joined by obviously man who's been running the show recently. And yeah, we're joined by a very special guest today, Mohamed um, Mahmoud. Um, I'm going to give you a little intro, um, kind of put together from various bits online. Uh, uh, so before we start, because obviously last time when we had another Shemarki. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. Last you time we had another Shemarki. meal of two Shemarkis. <laughs> oh so, wow. So what do we do here? We'll try that, we'll try that, because yeah, we had, we had another Shemarki on the last guest, but yeah. Oh, nice cool, time. so I'm going to intro you, um, and then I want you to introduce yourself and tell us a bit, see if it aligns with what, what I've got. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, Mohammed is the founder and published author of an international platform called Somali Sideways, publishing three books through the platform. Um, Somali Sideways began as a photo project that is looking to focus on repositioning perceptions of Somalis and the diaspora. Uh, people who often suffer from negative stereotypes. Mohammed has travelled to more than 23 countries to deliver this message, uh, participating in speaking engagements, panel discussions, book events and signings. Um, would you say that's uh, that aligns with your view of yourself? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it uh, pretty much summarises it, you know. How, uh, how would you introduce yourself then? Normally, whenever like uh, I'm going on some sort of public speaking or, yeah. or, or an event, mm -hmm. um, I tend to basically say like, you know, um, more about Somali Sideways, um, how I started it, um, what's, what, what's the reasons why I started it. Yeah. Um, and we'll get the into future that. as well. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll get into all that. That's a good question in the future because uh, I didn't write it down in my notes. But yeah, um, we also ask a bit about your background, yeah, your yeah, yeah. early like um, introductions into creativity, writing, photography. Um, so yeah, tell us a bit about yourself. Like when you were growing up, were you a creative individual? Was there anything that really inspired you growing up? Yeah, yeah. Um, ever since I was, um, I would say, in college, mm -hmm. I was very interested in creativity, mostly photography. Um, I would be taking photos, like, in every day, wherever I'm doing, yeah. random stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and then I would just collect it. And then I thought to myself, let me share it online. So I shared it on my personal Instagram. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I thought to myself, let me. I want to use these creative skills into sustaining um, some sort of impact or creating some sort of impact. Yeah. So then I thought to start, where, where else to start from home, you know? Mm -hmm. So I started it um, by interviewing Somalis. Um, oh, sorry. Initially, at the beginning, I started taking photos of yeah. Somalis. Yeah. Um, was that just random then? Yeah, random. Yeah, yeah. Just so finding a Somali just yeah, randomly, quick yeah. Obviously, I'll get their <laughs> With permission. their consent. Yeah, yeah with their consent. <laughs> um, uh, normally, like, uh, they're very, like, friendly. I haven't had pretty much no issue until now. Mm. Um, in terms of like getting people if they're willing to get their photos taken and whatnot mm -hmm. um, and then yeah I started mostly it was people that were from my dad's generation so I started taking photos from there mm -hmm. and um, then started getting taking photos of random Somalis mm -hmm. um, and then I thought okay let me like make some sort of project with what I'm doing yeah. um, and that was what I you know I thought to myself at least you know it's a hobby that I could carry on and sustain and then who knows where it can go. Mm -hmm. um, and then I started taking photos of Somali standing sideways. Um, and then, yeah, a lot of people were just a bit baffled. Um, yeah. Even when I was doing the project, <laughs> I was a bit baffled. Yeah. Why sideways? Um, 
you know, even there's a pun that people use sideways in a negative way. Yeah. I've seen like, oh, you have yeah, to have yeah. it, they use sideways. Yeah, like, yeah, why are you yeah, looking yeah. at me sideways? Yeah, sideways. Yeah. Exactly. Side yeah. So then people were like, what the hell is this, you know? Yeah. Um, and to be fair, I didn't know what this project was <laughs> yeah. um, going. I just thought, let me just continue on the trend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah. And then here we are today. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. publishing books. Yeah, it's um, crazy. Speaking to people, traveling. You know, back then when I started this project, if someone told me that, oh, Fast forward, you know, yeah. eight years down the line, oh, you'd be doing all this. I'll be, I'll be telling them, yo, take it easy, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm yeah, probably yeah. gonna quit this after a year. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then, yeah, alhamdulillah, here we are today. So, was it eight years ago when you started writing the book, or like, like when you put the book together, or was that when you just published it as a platform? Yeah. So I started the um, the platform in 2014. Okay. Um, was that like Instagram or? Yeah, Instagram. Okay. Yeah. So then, funnily enough, uh, I never had a personal Instagram page. I had it in the beginning and mm. then I changed it to Somali sideways mm. and then I carried it on for a, for a while, like maybe mm. up until 2017. 2017 was when I had my personal Instagram. Right, right. So from, I would say, yeah, from I started this project 2014 to 2017 for three years, um, I didn't have a personal one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then it was interesting because a lot of people didn't know it was me that was doing the project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then whenever I go to like events, um, whatever events, whether it's um, conferences or you know Somali re- related um, yeah. fundraising or things like that, people will be talking about my project, yeah. mm-hmm. and then I'll be just sitting there and I'll be like asking them questions, yeah. and then they'll be like, "Yeah, I really like this project. We want to know who this person is, okay, whatever." Yeah, 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 so yeah. I was like, "Okay, um, I was basically that artist." Um, Banksy, obviously for him, like no one really knows up until now since he started. Yeah. I don't know how he does that, but um, yeah, for me it was only like three years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then yeah, and then I did my own personal one, and uh, that's when the book idea came about, 2017, mm-hmm. uh, 2018. Um, and then my friend was like, "You should like do a book, at least yeah. have have something tangible yeah, so yeah. people can take home." Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, whatever happens to you people will still have the books and people can still get it yeah. online. So I thought, yeah, that's a good idea. Mm. But then the trick was I had to show my face Okay. at some point. Well, so you didn't really want to show your face beforehand or was it kind of, you kind of liked that anonymity? I did for a while. Because um, it kind of makes it more about the book and the people rather than yourself. That's what I yeah. wanted uh, people to take away yeah. from. I didn't want people to be like, oh yeah, this is the guy yeah. that did this project. I always tell people that this is a people's project. Yeah, it's, yeah, not yeah. Nothing, it's not me. I would, I would like to say that I'm a facilitator. Yeah. Basically facilitating people's stories. People's stories. Exactly, and, yeah. you know, with their permission, showcasing online yeah. or mm. making into a book. Mm. or doing a, a photo exhibition where mm. you have little extracts of their story. Yeah. So then things like that, that's what I would do. But it would be, you know, I wouldn't put my face yeah, yeah, on yeah, it. Of course. But yeah. Obviously doing a book, um, you know, obviously doing book signings, yeah. speaking about my book mm. um, on a platform. Yeah. You're going to have to be more present. Exactly, yeah, I have yeah. to be there. Yeah. So it was a massive like uh, transition because I'm more of an introvert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so me talking to people was, you know, I was I would freak out. Yeah. I'd say you speak um, very well. Though, Mashallah. Now yeah. I when do. I first uh, yeah. met you, was at another event. So that was a literary natives event. Yeah, that was yeah. Way back. I think that, that was like 2019, 2018, something like that. Yeah, exactly. That was, I would say, the starting point of me speaking to people online, face to face. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's, yeah. But to kind of bring it back um, a bit, just so our audience can also know a bit more about you. Um, before you kind of got into the the photography, um, what were your like um, inspirations beforehand to try and get into creativity? Were you reading books when you was younger, or were you 
was it kind of a thing where you like watch movies and then decided to go into photography or what was kind of the build up towards that um if there did you was start any with like a do you start with like a phone or was it camera yeah, or yeah. so i started with my phone um and then i don't know for me like i was always that sort of creative uh, individual yeah i'll be that guy in class um when i was younger i'll always daydream yeah like, mm-hmm. i'll always be you know looking around yeah, and yeah, yeah whenever there's like parents evening you know <laughs> teachers would be like oh yeah your son's always like wandering there was like a, a theme everyone was saying yeah. kind of similar things mm. and whenever i'm daydreaming i'm not obviously just like daydreaming for the sake of the sake like a lot of things were going through my mind mm. you know like when i was in primary early primary school secondary school moving into that yeah. like i was thinking you know i want to get into art or creative yeah. art or things like that or if any form of creativity yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. where do you think that that stemmed from that's a good question um uh, I feel like it's always other, interesting you have any like all the siblings or your parents that I were kind of my, i think it probably stemmed from my dad yeah. because he wasn't uh, like i would say a creative but he was someone who was talented in sports okay yeah um, in particular basketball so yeah. you know he i don't know if you guys know back in the days um I read you know, about basketball it, yeah. was like a massive theme mm-hmm. in Somalia, yeah, yeah. especially yeah. before the war. Yeah. Um, and my dad was part of the part of that sort of okay, generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever one on one him? I, I don't, I'm not really good at basketball, <laughs> so he'll probably take me Fair on. Enough. Yeah, he's even old now, he'll probably take me on now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so my dad, he was very interested in basketball at that age, around that mm-hmm. age. So then that was his sort of epiphany. He was like, I want to get into this. Yeah. But obviously for him it was a it was way more challenges you know yeah. he's from a little village outside like in, in the Hiran region mm. so um that's where he lives so around there going to hammer it's like i think three hour drive or something okay, he yeah, lives yeah, in a yeah. village basically yeah, yeah, yeah. so he he had a dream of going to the city so mm. it's like someone from here you know from some sort of small town yeah. Yeah. had a dream of going to london, to london yeah. and moving to london and trying to make something from london yeah. so that's what he did with basketball that's really um, cool because yeah, so you just imagine like in the village was like a, was there a basketball course? Have you got pictures of that? Yeah, like, yeah. There was probably like I think there was a few, but not yeah. much. So basically, yeah. if there was a match, everyone know about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, on, guys are playing. Exactly, which was good because there was a lot of um, individuals like uh, that was scouting youngsters, yeah. mm-hmm. like looking around, seeing if they would be interested in doing a trial, going to Somalia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how my dad got the opportunity. Mm. Um, but then that meant that he had to leave yeah. his village, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was a big unknown for him. It's been tough because yeah. Somalia is very like community based. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like yeah. everyone around you is literally what builds you up. So exactly. when you're by yourself, it's like you're literally. It feels like sometimes you're isolated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Alhamdulillah, he he did what he wanted to do. Yeah. He started traveling around, representing Somalia. Um, he's been to, like, uh, I would say, yeah. Um, I've been to more countries than him so far. Mm. But when I was younger, he, he he's, he's even been to places I've never been. He yeah. even went to uh, Iraq before like the yeah, war happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, he went to Libya. Yeah. He went to Morocco. Um, he went to Tunisia. He went to Algeria. Um, and obviously East Africa representing. Yeah. So yeah, he went to a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Until this day, I'm speaking about it because he's actually in Canada now. Ah, and yeah. there's a Somali week happening in Canada. Yeah. And in minnesota i believe yeah. he's in he's in toronto mm. so he's basically like 
still part of the organizing or the al committee okay um, yeah still doing that till this day till now this day. yeah, yeah. so does he do speak or work as well and like does he go and do yeah, talks yeah, yeah. He, he speaks yeah. in front of people he like gives medals to all the kids that or yalka mm. that won yeah. the mm-hmm. tournament or whatever give them trophies mm-hmm. uh, while they're celebrating he gives it to yeah, them yeah 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 oh, that's so like, still uh, going on what's that thing that guy, I don't know who gives the UEFA Champions League, but yeah. that guy basically. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, how would you say that influenced you? Because, you, you, like, you say that, like, you grew up as an introvert. Was he? Would you say he was quite introverted? Oh, absolutely or? not. Yeah, absolutely. that's the weird <laughs> yeah, thing. About it. Like, my parents opposite. are like social butterflies. But yeah. Me, I'm like, uh, I'm sick to my room and it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. My mom, I would say, she's in the middle. Mm-hmm. But my dad, he's like, any opportunity of him speaking to people, he'll just go and take it. Yeah, 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 any event he's been invited to, he's there. Mm-hmm. Speaking about and whatnot. Me, it was a gradual stage. Yeah, yeah, gradual stage. I think what helped was, you know, I think because my dad, he, I see him doing it. Mm. So in my mind, in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, if he can do it, yeah, it's possible. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was a, it was a big struggle though, obviously. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. sure, like once upon a time, he wasn't that good of a speaker. Or, uh, Funnily enough, like I've been hearing stories of him being like very extrovert when even when he was young. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like speaking to random people in the village, mm-hmm. he was always that person, you know, yeah. making people laugh, comedian, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, stories, telling people stories. Even when he came back to the village of all these places uh, yeah. that he went to, telling them about it, whatever. Some of them haven't even like wouldn't even dream of going to these places. Yeah, that's Some the beauty of them haven't even gone to Hamad. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy because it's only three hours away when you think about exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. Like it seems like a, a big distance when you're young and it's like yeah. a village, but then like after that, you're like three hours is not that that long of a distance. No, no, it's not. Um, yeah. So I was gonna ask you also. Like you triggered my thoughts in terms of. Um, you've created this uh, as a thing for Somalis. Um, have you, like, during your travels and your experience, have you encountered any other um, people from other ethnicities that have tried to create uh, similar projects? Because funnily enough, someone that I had met online, they were doing something similar for Ghana. They were creating like a Ghanaian magazine kind of thing to like showcase different people from Ghana and their different backgrounds and stuff. And he thought for some reason I was Ghanaian. <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> so I was going to, yeah, I was like, I don't know how, how on earth you came to that conclusion. That's you DM'd me, innit? I was like, ah, bro, I'm bro from yeah, Ghana, bro. It's got that energy. But, yeah, That's I was like, I like eggs, bro, but nah. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I did, uh, yeah, I was actually, I actually want to get him on the podcast. But have you experienced like any other people doing that kind of project? Or yeah, yeah, um, I've seen people like, um, like for example, I was invited to go to China, mm-hmm. um, in some rural village, um, and yeah, I mean. Oh, I, could, I could talk for a while for that experience. It was so weird. <laughs> we'll but bring you back on. Um, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, but when I was there, um, there, I saw a lot of people doing creative work in yeah. their countries. Um, so in a way, it's all a form of storytelling. Um, everyone's doing their own techniques mm. in order to like create positive impact in their home communities yeah. where it is. So um, there's a girl that I know that's in Lahore, Pakistan. Mm-hmm. And she her way of dealing with it was through film. So she's like um, like creating short clips of films, mm. of issues that are affecting whether it's in Lahore, Pakistan as a whole, mm. and uh, doing it in a visual format. Is that just for random people in Lahore? Or? Uh, people, well, I'm, I'm assuming it's people that she knows. She knows, yeah. And, um, and she creates some sort of team. But, um, but yeah, like maybe I would say, yeah, she would probably mm-hmm. speak to random people if they were willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, around them areas maybe they're not willing to showcase yeah. their face on um yeah on a platform yeah. especially if it's a controversial issue Topic, yeah yeah but it's very like uh there's some issues that she doesn't want to do because if she does do it 
it will backfire hard. So she's like treading on thin ice and being very selective. But mm-hmm. that's her that's her way of doing it. And then there were others doing photography, mm-hmm. others doing poetry. Um, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming back onto the book, um, now that you mentioned, because I think that's one of the people that I actually write, wrote down. So there were some notable locations that I saw that, that I was like, what, what else am I doing here? Like, we, we know we all traveled, but it's also <laughs> funny because um, when you speak to like other random communities, yeah. um, a lot of people don't actually know who Somalis are at all. Like, I, I found that as well. Yeah. Like, which is weird because we think like we're the center of the world kind of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, so like... Because our pride, man. We're very yeah, proud of pride, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's also like like growing up in like the state, like urban London, for example, there's a lot of us as well. Like we, we have like little pockets where there's a large community and then for some reason we feel like everyone knows us, which is yeah. very weird. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's weirder when you find out that people don't know what Somalis are or what language we speak, because a lot of people think, think we just speak Arabic for some reason. Yeah, a lot of them think that we're Arabs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I came across a lot of that when I was like, especially in the Middle East, mm-hmm. um, a lot of them were like, oh, are you Aswani, are you Egyptian, um, or are you Moroccan? I got some weird ones, yeah. Yemeni, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sudanese. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, no. And then they're like, oh, you're, I'm Somali. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, Okay, so to come about Arabic, you speak Arabic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said nah, and they're like confused. <laughs> they're almost yeah, ashamed yeah. of but us. Then, but then they they give a valid point, which is our fault. And yeah, you know what that is? They don't. They teach it in Arabic in schools and stuff, no? That Somalia. too, but that's like I would say number two. But well, Muslim um, is it? obviously Somali number one, and yeah. then Arabic number yeah. two. But now I think English is on a par with yeah, Arabic. Yeah, yeah. But we're part of the Arab League. Yeah, yeah, I know that. So a lot of them were like, oh, what does that even mean, though? You're part of the Arab League. Arab League so yeah. everyone in the Arab League should be Arab. Should be, which yeah, logically yeah. speaking, makes sense, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So then how can I, when I say to them, I'm like, ah. Oh. Uh, then uh, I say, ah, yeah. oh, it's for interest purposes. You know, I point to the EU. Purposes. I'm like, there's not a lot of, all the EU countries aren't fully European, if you think about it as well. So, Who? like, uh, Turkey's part of the EU, right? No, no. no. They're not, uh, they want but to. They, but part of their country is. Is located in Europe uh, geogra- uh, geographically, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. half of it, part of it is in Asia. Like that's yeah, another you're thing. You're talking about like Azerbaijan. Yeah, those kind of areas. Uh, them areas, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, Georgia and yeah, Armenia. Yeah, yeah. Call me up on my geography. Themselves for yeah. like Eurovision. So you think to so, okay? Yeah, exactly, Euro- exactly. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, even Israel's. Yeah, <laughs> Israel. Yeah, yeah. But well. they, they can never be. I don't know Arab idol. I don't know what their version. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a whole other topic. But yeah, notable locations. Um, Ivory Coast was a very interesting one. I saw some others that were raised in Ivory Coast. Yeah, that one raised girl. Raised in Ivory Coast. New Delhi. Uh, and then you yeah, said like, the India, whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I found that really interesting. Like, yeah. South Africa as well. Mm, so, how did you come across like all of these people and like in terms of like inviting them to publish into the book as well? So, like, you've given all of these people. And uh, an advantage to become published as well, kind of thing. So they all had a part. Of it. They're kind of co-authors technically as well. Yeah, of course. So like, um, like in terms of all these people, how did you find them, and what was like the acceptance criteria as well for like getting into the book? And yeah, a good question. Yeah. So when I started interviewing people, um, it would be like general things, mm-hmm. um, and then I would ask them like further questions. So say for example, um, if they're like an academic and they're doing a PhD on some sort of subject mm-hmm. at university. And then I'll be like, okay, are you the first to do a PhD in your family? Mm-hmm. And then they would say yes. They're like, okay, if now that you're the first, like what lessons would you bring to like, when you have like children and things like that, what would you want to tell them? And then they would give me an answer and then I'll just keep digging deeper and deeper. Mm-hmm. And then somehow I'll, I'll have like a collection of like a story that I would like have to edit and go through mm-hmm. and then I would send it to them if they're happy with it 
and if they are the majority of them are and then i'll basically share online so did you meet all of these people then like or interview them online or something or yeah so every the single majority one? of them i did meet them um so initially in the beginning um before i published the book and when i was doing the project whenever mm. i would travel i would share online and be like hey guys um i'm here in i don't know yeah say minnesota yeah i'm in minnesota um if any of you are interested in being part of the project let me know and then you know i'll i'll make sure that your story gets heard mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. and then many people would like shout me out and say hey and then i'll create a location everyone's there get their story get their picture all that stuff and that's how i got um ilhan omar as yeah, well yeah, to yeah, yeah. get her story which was yeah i mean it was interesting and yeah our opinions of ilhan omar but you can put that to one side yeah. but at the time <laughs> when i was getting her story um you know i thought to myself okay like she's a like over there it's like a a council councilman basically councilwoman mm-hmm. yeah. but over there you get paid for it over here you don't mm-hmm. but um so it's an actual job yeah. so while she was running for that um you know i just thought let me get a story of her she's getting into politics i thought yeah. why not you know yeah it's very noticeable yeah, upcoming very, person yeah, yeah i was like you never know you know and then mm-hmm. now 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 she's a congresswoman mm-hmm. um so it's like whoa you know i interviewed her so it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. very weird you yeah, know yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and it's not just her like i i interviewed a lot of like known people in the community um you know i interviewed armanta for example yeah he's a good friend of mine now um hodan alaye elena risto who passed away yeah and um i think it's been yeah it's been four years since since she died mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. Um, today yeah today yeah because really? we were gonna we had a separate section for well, just uh well, well, how are the yeah. chances yeah, yeah. so um, i shared on my story and um yeah so i got her story and then yeah unfortunately what happened happened mm-hmm. and then um it was interesting because many people were like how did you get like her story or like how did yeah. you get you know things that she hasn't even shared with others mm-hmm. how did you get it and i was like i i got it because you know i messaged her i said hey do you want to get involved in the project and then within that same day she sent mm-hmm. me a photo mm-hmm. so that was one of the oh, few that okay, i didn't get yeah. um that I didn't get uh, an image like I didn't take an image. Yeah. She took it. Yeah. And she sent me like a story of hers like within a day and I yeah. was like, "Oh wow." Just the genuine human connection. Yeah. So it just goes to show she was a very genuine individual, you know. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, yeah. Do you want to talk about Oh, the Holden. Yeah, because we want to <coughs> give yeah. a special mention as well. Yeah, cuz I was going to say with the Holden one, uh it was a it's an interesting one uh because obviously I I I'll tell you around like 2016 that's when i was proper like just watching any youtuber somali any somali creatives out there i was just searching for them um and surprisingly i saw sheko sheko on there which i used to watch their, yeah, their stuff yeah and then more musa who we're friends with now uh and hodan aleo as well was one of them probably the biggest one from all of them and um it was the first time where it was kind of like the way she would showcase somalia wasn't like oh look we're actually all okay with like in a way of just kind of like whitewashing it it was it was done in such a good way of like just showing normal people doing normal things but then it was like okay cool it was that, that normality i liked because it wasn't like performance it wasn't anything extra to show oh look how brilliant we are it was normal people doing great things whether it was in america or somalia i really loved the somalia travels as well because yeah, it was yeah. just showing the dagan and the culture and the yeah. country um and this like her whole creative life you could say she was promoting somalia in a positive light and uh the other side was like the 
media which promotes Somalia, even as you said, like in a way that's like tarnishing and dangerous and yeah. you shouldn't go there and all this kind of stuff. And then the the tragic, I guess, irony of it that how she died was because of the things that the other side were talking about, which is like through terrorism and all this kind of stuff here, yeah, yeah. where her whole life was promoting against that. But it's it's kind of like it's a it's an interesting one for any creative and like someone like you for example that is focusing on Somalis and Somali sideways is like how do we deal with the issue of you on one hand promoting us but then us on the other hand also damaging us yeah. because there that is like two sides of the same wing you know yeah. so like you can say how great we are but then someone will do something that will show how how destructive we are. So it's like, how do you find that kind of balance in in your work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think when um, when I start to portray Somalis in a positive way, mm. um, you know, obviously I'm I'm one human being, yeah. and um, there are many Somalis out there that are doing good work. Yeah. So everyone is doing pretty much different things, but everyone's having at the same time one objective. Yeah. You know, which is to change the misconceptions yeah. on how people view us. Yeah. So, yeah, like um, it's a collective effort, mm. and of course there are some that are trying to derail us yeah. and um, put us in a negative sort of way or negative portrayal. Yeah. Um, but at, you know, this is um, this is a fight at the end of the day, yeah. and um, you, you got know, a fight what you believe in. Yeah, well. exactly, yeah. and it's a fight that you know that I'm seeing a lot of Somalis involved in mm. now than before. Yeah. Like when I started the Somali Sideways project, there was very few people that in the creative space. Yeah. And now there's like, oh my goodness. So there's many, so people, many yeah, you know? yeah, of course. Yeah. So many. Yeah. Um, even like podcasts is a form of creative uh, yeah, yeah. outlet. And there's mm-hmm. so many podcasts out there mm-hmm. of Somalis. Um, and uh, yeah, and it's, 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 it's great to see. It's great to see. Mm. Um, I Sometimes I think to myself like, you know, was I sort of the catalyst in some way with like photography? Yeah, I, I like to say to some extent, maybe yeah, I'll, I'll definitely so. played a part. Um, yeah, yeah, and um, some people have even messaged me to say, "Hey, like you know, I, I see you as a role model. I see the yeah. work that you're doing, and I'm gonna do something yeah. about it in my in my in my community, wherever it is." Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, people have even used my 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 work or yeah. my books as academic uh, purposes. Yeah, so people yeah. doing dissertations with it. People sending me emails saying, "Hey, I'm writing a paper on um, Somali like creatives and changing perception and yeah. all this stuff, mm-hmm. um, and you know, media and conflict and all these yeah. things. And mm-hmm. we want to use you as a primary source." Yeah, and I'm like, "Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, yeah. I never thought like you know this this would be an academic it, yeah. sort of yeah, you know, yeah, of course. Yeah, even non Somalis. There's one person who is from Greece who was doing um, uh, a project on 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 media." Um, and uh, something about East Africa, not yeah. just Somalia. Mm-hmm. And she saw my project, and then she just messaged me, and she said, "Hey, I'm doing my dissertation. Can I can I do it?" And I said, "Yeah, why not? You know, you can do it." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's um and and this book in particular is actually at my uni, um, SOAS. Yeah, That's where okay. I graduated. Yeah, 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 did yeah, my yeah. masters. So, um, you know, and it's in the Somali section. So anyone that's in there, you can try um, to check yeah, it out. Yeah. My book is there, and people can check it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's uh, it's amazing to see where this has led to. Yeah, that, of course. Um, yeah, alhamdulillah, always. Mm-hmm. 
Um, coming back to the book in terms of um, writing as well, like what was the, like when you were putting it together and publishing it, like what was the actual process like for you? And Because uh, we, we've interviewed other authors and we tried to hear about a bit about them because for us, both of us, we started this podcast because we both were writing and interested in, in publishing books ourselves and one day becoming authors. Um, so what was, the, so what was the, the process like for you and um, was there any uh, problems you encountered, any issues during the research process, during the publishing or when you're complaining it? So what was it like for you? Yeah, so um, that particular book, Somali Sideways uh, mm. photo book. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm always pointing something. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if people can see. <laughs> 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 I hope they can. <laughs> but um, this book in particular um, uh, was through a publishing house called Luh Press. Mm -hmm. And um, before I started any of this, when I had the idea of doing the book, um, you know, I thought to myself, I don't know where to start because... I've never done it before. That was before yeah. Amazon publishing. Yeah, before Amazon, before getting a publisher, anything. Like, I just thought, how, if I were to do a book, how, how would I go can about I do it? it? Yeah. yeah, how would I go about it? So then, normally, when people tend to think, um, you know, like doing a book, you would think the big house, like the big publishing companies, you know, Penguin mm -hmm. and, yeah. you know, all these, all these companies. And you think to yourself, would they ever do, like, anything um, about Somalis or. I thought to myself, for some reason, it's a dance sort of industry. Yeah. And um, I thought to myself, no, nah, I'll probably do something else. But then I thought, how, what am I going to do? So then I, I shared online, like, are there any, like, publishers out there? Somali, non-Somali, for me, I d yeah. it didn't matter. Mm -hmm. And this brother from Leicester got back to me. And uh, his name's Mohammed Artan, and he's based in uh, Leicester. Right. And the company's called Luh Press. Yeah. So, but the problem with that was... I've never published a book mm -hmm. and his publishing house focuses on Quran, Islamic mm -hmm. studies, right. Somali history, okay, Somali culture, yeah, yeah. Somali language. Um, and that, then doesn't that kind of fit in with what you, you but in terms do? of him doing a book like or project like mine, he's never done. Yeah. Right. So it was new to him. Mm -hmm. And then obviously me, I've never published a book. So it was new to me. Mm -hmm. So both of us were like doing this project yeah. on a like first time basis. Yeah, learn as you um, go. Yeah, we were just learning as we go. So yeah. it took about a year for us to, um, I mean, I would say him because he he did like the design, the front and the back, the right. letters, right. With the image inside. Right. Um, yeah, and the the back and... What about the inside. formatting? Like some, the, some of the pages were full page where it was one picture yeah. and then some yeah, of them so weren't. He, yeah, he did the formatting. Okay. Um, for me, it was just the content. Like I had the information. Um, and then I just sent it to him, mm -hmm. and then he would just send it, send me an email or like message me on WhatsApp saying, "Hey, like, do you like this? Do you like that? Do you like yeah. this? Do you like that?" And then it took about a year, and then it got released online in February of 2018. Right. Okay. And then I had my first ever book event in July 2018. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. How did it feel once you had it in your hands, like actually the real tangible thing that you've made? It's it's indescribable. I can't, yeah. I can't explain it. Um, it's it's like it's priceless. Like yeah. there's no mon money can like there's no amount of money that can be like okay like this. The feeling yeah, of it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on how much. But <laughs> yeah. Um, but Amazon says different, yeah, brother. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, it depends. But yeah, yeah, I mean, all seriousness, publishing a book um, or or having a product that you've done yeah whatever it is it's yeah it's i can potentially go to the hands of many other exactly. people though yeah. yeah so people can have this book tangibly um people taking pictures and tagging me yeah yeah um yeah at events as well but what was interesting um about the first book event mm. was that um 
the people that I I got the speakers or the people the people that I got uh, that were involved in the project. Yeah, they were on stage as well. Okay. So the pe- there were four people and two guys, two girls, and those individuals were the first people that were involved yeah. in the project. Right. So I thought instead of making it about me. Let me get the people that were involved. Yeah, first. Involved, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they were on stage, and then was, was that just by chance that they were there as well? No, I invited. Them. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. I had the, like the idea for yeah. it in my head. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, so then they got on stage, and then yeah, there was a host asking them questions, yeah. how you got involved, and and then there was me, um, and then there was a bit of poetry, um, and then yeah, I signed some books that I had with mm-hmm. me, and yeah, that was it. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely incredible feeling. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, another thing, my dad was there too, um, surprisingly. Yeah, that's cool. I was um, about to ask about it. That's a nice yeah, PR yeah. move. <laughs> so he just yeah. came in with one of his boys, um, and then I was like, oh, that's it. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, hope he doesn't embarrass me. Um, hope he doesn't uh, ask some girl, hey, like, what do you think <laughs> of him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but alhamdulillah, it never happened. But um, yeah, it was, I saw him, and yeah, he was just like perplexed. He goes, oh, so this is what you've been like working yeah. on. Yeah. And you know, I don't kind of blame them because with the old generation, unless they see something mm. like with their oh, own yeah, eyes, they just won't understand. They can, yeah, yeah, they won't understand it. So if you were to explain to them and, yeah. and whatnot, they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. But then when you actually show them, you're like, hey, this is what I've been doing for yeah. the past like few years or even a year doing the book. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I get it now. I understand. Yeah, yeah. This when is coming what to an event as well, seeing people yeah. excited about this They're book. They're like, oh, he's really out yeah. here doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I, don't, I don't blame them. The old yeah. generation, they like, unless you see something mm-hmm. tangible, they're like, okay, this is great. You know? yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. One thing I was going to ask as well, because obviously you said you did, um, you had your Instagram that was personal before. And you then start switching up to Somali sideways. The photography you were taking beforehand was it also people standing sideways? Was it that always the concept, or did you change it later on? Yeah, that's a good question. So um, when I changed the project, it was just random photos. So I'll just take photos randomly, yeah. and then I'll I'll, I'll post it. Um, I changed the, pre- uh, the 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 title and the the, the Instagram page yeah. to Somali sideways because. I took a photo of my friend mm. and it was a random chance that I took a photo because we were in the garden and I wanted to take a photo of, um, of the garden itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was there and he happened to stand sideways. So, okay, yeah. so then that's where the idea came. Yeah. And then I told him about it and he was like, yeah, this is weird, man. <laughs> I don't know, bro. He goes, just let me share it and yeah, see where yeah, it goes. Yeah. He goes, okay, but don't mention my name. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I won't mention your name. And then after like a while, I started getting, asking people if they yeah. wanted to get involved. So I asked people in the circle, took photos, and then and then that's when the storytelling aspect mm. came about. And I thought, why don't I create a platform where like people can share their stories yeah. with the image? With you the know? image, yeah, yeah. So then it's not just a random image. Yeah. So then I started asking people questions, and then that's how the idea came uh, yeah. about. Because to be fair, it's unique. Um, yeah. The the sideways, I mean, it's it's unique in a sense of like to you as well when when yeah. someone goes oh the sideways photos or smiley sideways it's like everything kind of funnels that towards i guess what you were doing yeah which i always find interesting um that that moment of like inspiration yeah when it comes and you actually come up with something and then it happens to also be pretty unique yeah towards towards what you're doing yeah, yeah that's yeah, serious yeah. man yeah so thank you man. conscious of time here so i want to ask two more questions um one um so obviously the book's about all the different people out there but i, I want to hear a story from you like during your whole 
on wide travels what's the most interesting thing you've seen or experienced mm, just imagine you're standing sideways you've had a photo <laughs> you're taken yeah. <laughs> well when i started the project or now uh, from from start to finish like in terms of your just in your life in general give us a random thing that was like wow that really caught my eye like i would have never thought that would have happened um that's a good question oh i, I haven't i have one so i don't know if you've seen on on my twitter but there was a there was a lady who was at uh, my local tesco's mm-hmm. and um i was just doing normal shopping and she wanted some help because she wanted something from the top shelf mm. and because i'm a tall guy i was like all right um, what do you need mm. she goes i want this item and then i gave it to her um and then she paused and I said, like, you know, is everything all right? And she <laughs> said, no, but you're like, are you Somali by any chance? <laughs> and normally when people ask me that question, I don't know whether to say, especially if Where they're non-Somali. Yeah. Especially, oh, she's like uh, white, basically. Yeah. I didn't, I don't know what to say. So mm. I said, like, I'm British, but I'm originally from Somalia. Mm. She goes, oh, I, th- I thought so. And I said. <laughs> you don't know what that could mean. Like, yeah. Oh, what do you mean? Exactly. <laughs> Well, well, why would you say that? Yeah. And she goes, oh, because there's this um, uh, book that I came across uh, yeah. called Somali Sideways. Mm. Um, and, you know, so, and she was talking about this one. Yeah. Oh. Um, about the women's stories. Yeah. Right. yeah. So then I said, um, okay. And she was like, yeah. So have you heard about it? And I was like, okay. <laughs> <let me entertain." laughs> so I thought, let me entertain it. I said, yeah. oh, no, like, I, ha- I haven't. Like, what is it about? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, like, I, I got this book and it's talking about stories of women, Somali women yeah. um, from around the world, talking about their, like, personal stories in all, like, forms. And I thought, this is fantastic. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, you know I, I don't know if you probably know the person or who runs it. Yeah. And I said, oh, who's the per- what's the person's name? And she said, oh, like, Mohammed Mohammed. Yeah. And I said, okay, that's interesting. And she goes, why? I said, well, you're talking to him. Oh, so that. How do you feel? He's right here. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I want to drop the bike after yeah. that. And she was just like in shock. She said, no, you're not. And I said, yes, I am. Pulled out a driver's license. I was like, you know what? I was like, let me, let me, let me prove it. So I thought, let me uh, show like the project that like, I run it. Mm-hmm. So I showed it to her. So this is the actual project. And she looked at my phone for a while and she goes, so you're the guy that did this? And I yeah. said, yeah. And you live around here? Yeah. And I said, yeah. Like I'm, I live like maybe five minutes from Tesco. Yeah. And she goes, oh, you have to come to my house. You have no to meet my way. husband. Oh, oh. She, You have to come. I said, uh, I don't know about <laughs> that, you know, as soon as like, I think of uh, a damn person inviting me. I don't know if you... I'm sure you guys get out, get yeah. out. <laughs> get out. I knew it. I, could, I knew that was coming. I was going to be there. I the way you said, oh, oh, I was like, oh, he's thinking about get out. I thought about the movie. And Bro, I was let's like, still bring the water down from the top. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time. I thought to myself, oh, man, if I go to this woman's house, yeah, I'm going to be on like BBC News or something. Yeah. British Somali last scene in Tesco's. Now, you'll be bringing down things from the top shelf yeah. your whole life. That's yeah, what's, what's going to happen. <laughs> Stop mowing the lawn and whatnot. <laughs> so then I, I went, I was like, you know what? It is what it is. I thought, let me, let me, let, why not? What could be the harm? So I went. Yeah. <laughs> she, I was like, okay. I was like, read the Quran. Like, you never know, like, what could happen? Go into someone's house, especially there's no Muslim. I was outside the house. She goes, oh, are you going to come in? I said, yeah, just give me a minute. <laughs> 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 
And then I put my right foot in, went inside. <laughs> I was like, okay. So, and then she goes, oh, come inside properly. Close oh, the door. And oh, I said, wow. okay. It's not my house, but all right. So I close yeah. the door. And then I go inside. I'm like, I'm walking in slowly. And I see her husband sitting. Oh, I'm telling you so No, 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 no. That would have been. He's inside of his. <laughs> he's ready. That would be funny, man. If I saw that, he's like, I oh, want you to man. paint me. I would have cried, man. If paint I saw me, that. paint me like one of your Somali <laughs> girls. <laughs> I would have cried, man. I would have cried. So, so yeah, he was just sitting there, and then he was, and then she was explaining to him like, oh yeah, like remember that book that I got? Mm-hmm. This is the guy that wrote it. And she goes, and he goes, oh, you're the guy. And I said, yeah, that's me. And then he didn't believe me, so I showed him again, and he goes, oh my god, like. Amazing! What are the chances? We were just talking about you last night. Damn. And I was like, "Oh yeah, well, that's yeah, crazy." Right. <laughs> I'm, now I'm here, and then she goes, "Oh, you have to take a photo of me holding the book." Mm-hmm. So then I was like, "Okay, cool, all right." And then I thought, "Okay, I took the photo," yeah. and then she goes, "Oh, can I se- should I send it to you?" I said, "Yeah, why not send it to me?" And then yeah, like you know, typical British like. You know, biscuits and and rich tea and yeah, dead yeah. biscuits and I like rich tea, man. This rich tea, no man. way. Rich tea is shocking, man. With a nice cup of tea, bro. Nah, nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you Another podcast just about that. PG tips and all that. I don't. Yeah, PG tips is the what? Yeah, I've been drinking Swali tea for the longest. Now I'm into like Karak tea. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing almost. No, 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 no. Big difference. Big difference. We'll talk about that another time. Finish your story, man. Sorry. Yeah, so um I took the photo and then a couple of days I was trying to process what happened. And then I thought to myself, you know what? Let me share it online. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, how can I share it? Where would I share it? So at the time I was like, you know, let me share it on Twitter. Yeah. Um and I think I had like a thousand like followers. Uh, Twitter I would say was my least active yeah. social media. And then I shared that story. And then I was like, okay, I shared it like in a sequence of how I sh- I told you guys, mm-hmm. and then I, I shared the image, and then went to sleep. The next day, I turned on the internet, and my phone wouldn't stop buzzing for thirty minutes. Damn. And then I was like, what's going on? So I went on my Twitter. Yeah. People retweeting the whole story, sharing. Do you it. Think, I think I saw this. Was she yeah. like sitting on the table? Sitting on the sitting table. table. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, sitting I saw it. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was the thing that I shared. That was it. And yeah. it reached like. It came to a point where like MPs were te- tweeting it, yeah. um, politicians, like uh, NGOs. My uni saw it. Oh, yeah. Um, other mm-hmm. uni saw it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just foundation saw it. People saw it. It was just like crazy. Actually, yeah, really cool story. Like it's, it's better than I. W- I was like, I, I didn't know what to expect when I asked you the question, but that's <laughs> yeah. actually an amazing story. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's something that happened last year. <coughs> so. Yeah. It was something that I, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think I'll ever forget that. Mm-hmm. I'll ever forget that. Especially how, when I shared online, like, it just... Yeah, how just people took to it. Yeah, and took how to people it. took it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was definitely Tell something you what, that... man, I might have to start loitering around Tesco's yeah. shelf. <laughs> just hoping for someone Ooh, to right, say... Yeah, I'm going to wrap it up here. So, yeah. <laughs> um, thank you very much. No You've been a great guest. Uh, thank I'll you make guys sure for having me, man. Yeah, yeah, people check out the books. I'm outside of ways. There's a... I said women's stories, and there's the third book, uh, which was probably the second book, actually. Yeah, so it's uh, it's the ebook of that, basically. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, so I, yeah. I normally say two books. Yeah. So we um, put them all in the description, check them out, make sure you buy them. Uh, we want to support our boy here. 
Um, yeah, uh, right. Keep on the projects. So yeah, we want to make sure that these kind of projects are are published as well and um, go uh, go even further than uh, the local Tesco's. And then uh, yeah, maybe you'll hear some stories by in Brazil or something. And yeah, <laughs> right. um, it's been your boys from Inspire, joined by our special guest Mohammed Mahmoud from Somali Sideways. Uh, enjoy, and yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Paper Trails podcast. If you like this episode, please leave a review, comment, like, and subscribe. And be sure to follow us on all our socials. Keep moving, keep growing, keep learning. See you at work. Wow.